Now, back to The Drive with Steve Jackson, live and local on Crystal Clear FM at 103.5 in Santa Rosa and 94.5 in Petaluma. And we have our regular theater critic, theater guru, as I like to call him, Harry Duke. And today he has a couple of guests with him, and they're going to be talking about the new Spreckles production of Hamlet. Thank you, Pete. Uh, as Pete says, Spreckles is kicking off 2019 with the opening production, and it's a very interesting choice for Spreckles. Uh, we were talking about this in the green room. We can't remember if a main stage Shakespeare production has ever been done at Spreckles, so this may be the first. And to talk about it are two of the performers. We've got Eric Thompson and Keith Baker with us. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. So, Hamlet. Yes, sir. Is that a new play? I'm not familiar with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, it, it's not. It's not a. It's not a new play. It's written the, by, in in what, when, about when, 1603. Thank okay, you. So it's been yeah. around a little while. Yeah, a little a little while. By William Shakespeare. <laughs> yes, I'm not familiar with. <laughs> yeah. No plans to make a it a little musical known. anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It's not a musical, so I've been no. thrown by this whole. Definitely yeah, right. Not a musical. <laughs> <laughs> so. For folks who are unfamiliar with Hamlet, for mm-hmm. the two or three folks out there, I mean, everybody knows the, the, the title, the name, but they may not know the play itself. Can you give us in 30 seconds or less, Steve, you're listening, I'm going to get in 30 seconds or less, the plot of Hamlet. What are folks getting when they arrive at the theater? I, I would, I guess I would say the basic plot of Hamlet is uh, the king of Denmark is killed by his nefarious brother throwing his son, Hamlet, into a tailspin where he is then confronted by the ghost of his father uh, and in an attempt to revenge his father's death goes on an accidental killing spree that ends up with a whole pile of dead bodies. And I'll just (laughs) add to that that it's greatly exacerbated for young Hamlet that his mother married the murderous uncle uh, very quickly after uh, the murder. And in, in fact, he jokes about how the same food was used for the uh, funeral and for the wedding. So it's a family-friendly show, yeah, is what yeah. you're exactly. telling me. Yeah. A lighthearted comedy, yeah. no doubt. My three-year-old yeah. keeps wanting to come to rehearsals, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know which one to bring you to. <laughs> so it's an interesting choice for Spreckles. Can mm-hmm. you give me some insight on how this choice was made? Um. Well, I know that it's something that that Sherry Lee Miller, the director, and I have jokingly kicked around actually since Eric and I's first production ever together, which was Tartuffe a decade ago. Yeah. Uh, and at the time, Sherry and I, you know, sort of said, "Hey, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd love to be your Hamlet to her Gertrude at that time." And ten years later, uh, she said, "I'm." I'd, this is in her own words. Uh, I'm too old and fat to play Gertrude, but I'll direct your Hamlet. Uh, you could have edited that. <laughs> no, she'll say it. She'll say it to anyone who asks. Uh, and uh, and she was really intrigued by the idea of doing something as big as Hamlet on a stage as big as the main stage at Spreckles with the full power of of that tech department behind it. I think I'll add this. Um, it just this is an impression I have overhearing Sherry say some things about her her process. Uh, Hamlet is a, is huge. Hamlet is that play that m- most actors want to do at some point in their career. And uh, I, I've, I've, I play Polonius, and I've been just 
to give you a, a sense of this, I teach at the JC and I was walking around the English department um, promoting the play and, and giving flyers out to English instructors who teach Shakespeare and so on. And every person I hand, every English teacher that I handed a flyer to and said I'm playing Polonius said to me, neither a borrower nor a lender be, right? <laughs> Hamlet is, is packed full of some of the greatest lines in all of, the, of English prose and poetry. And um, and so it's it's big drama. It's uh, huge emotions. It's an amazing story. Uh, it probes the depths of human psychology. It's a, it's a huge thing, and I think that um, someone like Sherry, I've directed Shakespeare myself. Um, one of the things that's vitally important when you decide to do something like this is you decide based on when you have the personnel. And I think that Sherry decided to do Hamlet now because she saw that she had a Hamlet. And something that I don't, you know, Keith alluded to, maybe not, wouldn't uh, um, expostulate uh, fully, but Sherry wanted Hamlet for him. And, and also for other characters that she saw about her that would fill certain roles. Like Ivy uh, playing Ophelia and Peter Downey as Claudius and Daniel Kane as Gertrude. Um, the cast is really stellar. And I think that she, once she decided and determined that she, that she had the principles, that's when that you know, ratifies the decision to do the play. Now, I don't want to put any added stress on you this close to opening, but I do want to let you know that I played Polonius in Mr. <laughs> Fenton's 10th grade English class production oh. at Memorial High School in Millville, New Jersey. So I've got my own ideas of how Polonius should be played. The, the bar has already been set. Now. Yeah. Now, it has warm. been set. Will you have That's cotton right. balls glued all over your face for a beer? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wonderful. Yes. Well, you're on the right track. Wouldn't forgo the cotton balls. <laughs> okay, so we, we've alluded to the, the size of the theater and mm -hmm. this production being done at this level. Talk about that. What are we going to see? We, you, know, you couldn't swing a dead cat in this county without hitting a Shakespeare in the Park production for the last 20 years. Right, right. It's, it's cheap. There are no royalties mm -hmm. paid. Um, it's fun, mm -hmm. and, and it's easily done in outdoor venues like the cannery or a winery or like that. But now we're talking a big theater stage. Yeah. So what are, we, what are you putting on that stage? Uh, well, interestingly enough, it's actually going to be a, it's a relatively simple set. Uh, they've actually used four pieces of their orchestra shell and turned them into huge pillars. They're 20 feet tall, four pillars, a huge staircase, and then the orchestra thrust is actually up so that the monologues and much of the scenes actually just come spilling right down past the proscenium into the audience. So everything is big, and then everything is right on top. So, I mean, the sword fight at the end, we are right in the lap of the front row. So it's, it's big, but at the same time yeah. very close, which is, a, which is an interesting feeling. Um, it also... When we were, when I was part of running the Sh Sebastopol Shakespeare Festival, shows like Hamlet were things you could never touch because you can't really have your actor be in the middle of to be or not to be and someone to hit the you know, game-winning home run on the softball field while the quinceanera really hits its stride at the picnic tables next door. <laughs> right. uh, and you know the dogs well, are fighting could. on the street. You could. <laughs> right. um, but but uh, this is one of those shows where, where as Eric said, uh, you know, when, you're, when you're putting out some of the most famous lines in the English language, being able to be in a big, beautiful theater where everybody can hear it, um, and we have uh, um, 
an amazing original score that's going to be played Let's live. Let's talk underneath. a little bit about yeah. that because you've got Nancy Hayashibara. Yeah. Uh, it's it's be, being credited as an original soundscape. Yes. And what does that mean? Uh, she has literally been at every single rehearsal with this incredible array of different sound makers, and she is another actor in the show. Uh, so when I'm in the middle of soliloquies, she is playing all these crazy sounds, and it just fuels everything that's going she's, on. She's got an amazing diversity of instruments, and she just riffs. She dances with the actors during rehearsal and just explores and experiments until she finds something that the director likes yeah. and says, keep that. Yeah, just in notes, kind of the same way we do. She'd yeah. just be like, Nancy, I loved what you were doing during Ophelia's, you know, madness. Keep it. <laughs> and then it just it's it's yeah. been growing with all of our performances and I think it's going to be something really special. It adds an element that we're used to when you see, you know, um, Shakespeare now done on film a lot of times. You get a lovely score going along with it. We don't usually get it in the theater, and it adds a, a real element that has been, I have to, I have to admit, has been uh, more, uh, I don't know, it's, it's been more exciting than I thought it was yeah. even going to be. I, I agree. Um, and you don't have to hire an orchestra. You have one person yeah. basically is just the musicians there. in the audience are yeah. thrilled to hear that. And it's not it's not you know uh, hiring an orchestra to do something that, that is kind of um, edited into it. it she's been with us for the whole way. I think of it as a dance. And yeah. So she's right there with us and responding to the nuances of the rehearsal process and the things we're discovering and is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one of the things that Spreckle's become known for over the recent past are the use of projections. Mm -hmm. Can we anticipate projections being utilized here? And if so, what are we going to see there? Yes. I, we're, we are all interested to find out uh, <laughs> uh, what the projections will be. Uh, Chris Schlemp has been working on them. Uh, and we're, uh, I know there's going to be a projection of the ghost at some point. Right. Um, that was part of the idea, I believe, using those huge pillars. They're painted sort of as light stone, so then projections can be thrown up on them um, so that, you know, when we are in different locations, there can be a bit of an illusion to it. But it's not, at least as I understand it, it's very minimal with set changes, with anything. So it's just going to be atmospheric sort it, of like the music atmospheric it yeah. should be really cool but i think we're all on pins and needles yeah. waiting to see what it's going to look like exactly i mean there's lots of opportunities for it ghosties and and all kinds of uh terror death revenge and murder shining like waves of blood there'll be all sorts of good things right. coming up. so it will be used but we don't know exactly what it'll look interesting. like interesting uh, so keith you are as Eric said you are playing Hamlet. Now, yes. Hamlet is on probably every actor's bucket list of roles to do before they're past the right. age of being able to do them, and then even some just don't. As, Yeah, I was like, just <laughs> over the wire. But. <laughs> what is it about the role that makes it that kind of, of, of role for actors? Uh, why did you want to do it? Why did I want to do it? Yeah, yeah you should ask me after I've opened. No, uh... Why did I want to do it? Uh, part of it is just the challenge of it. Just, just from you know, I guess it's the same people, same reason people want to wear, run a marathon in some ways. You kind of want to see if you can do it. Uh, last night was the first time we ran it, and even though it was rough, I I got home and was like, I just I just ran Hamlet and I'm alive. Um, as we've worked on it, <laughs> as I've worked on it, what I've realized is that. Uh, it really does get into 
the the questions of mortality that we all begin to ask when we get into our you know 30s and 40s now that i've had kids and whatnot it just it's uh it just it's to be or not to be. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? <laughs> you had to slip that I know. in somewhere. Uh, but but, but, but as, as I've embraced that, the idea of are you know, are you gonna engage with your life? Or are you gonna be passive? Are you gonna fight for what's right? Or are you gonna let people run all over you? And that has all seemed very relevant in the current atmosphere. All right, we've got a pair of tickets to the first caller at seven zero seven six three six thirteen fifty. Good for any performance of Hamlet. It opens on February first. It runs three weekends through the seventeenth. The uh, evening performances are at... 8 o'clock. And the uh, matinees uh, are at... Are at 2 o'clock on Sundays. There is, the last weekend, uh, there is a 7 o'clock Thursday matinee for those of you that don't want to be out past 10 o'clock. <laughs> okay, and for all sorts of information about the show, you can go to spreckelsonline.com.